Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Just me today, your host, Jazz Wilson. Series 5, episode 7. I've got something awesome to tell you about. And it is a company called Easy Fundraising. If you haven't heard of it, then get over and check it out. Especially if you are a theatre society or you know people within a theatre society and you're listening to this, tell them about it. Get the AmFam train going over there. Easyfundraising.org.uk So what it does is anyone looking to raise funds, and it's difficult in the minute with everything going on in the world, So anyone looking to raise some additional funds for their society can register themselves on Easy Fundraising and then people within your society or your audience members, when they go shopping, if they shop through Easy Fundraising, then a percentage of their shop that they shopped, it won't cost them any extra and it's completely free to use. A percentage of their shop will go towards that society to help them raise funds. Who doesn't want that? And it's all free. Go and check it out. Easyfundraising.org.uk And the really cool thing about it is, I was having a look and you could purchase your theatre tickets when you go and watch a West End show, for example, through a company like Theatre Tickets Direct. And 2.25% will be donated to your society. So you going to watch a show within the West End could actually help your society raise some funds. I know we can't do it yet, I know, but that time will come again. So keep it in the back of your mind, ready to have. But that's enough from me. Because we still have Tom over in his studio. So Tom, take it away with the movie musical section. Hello and welcome to the movie musicals segment. I am your host, I suppose, for this segment. I'm Tom. Nice to meet you all if this is your first time listening. This is the section where we talk about movie musicals and that's pretty much it. That's a good thing though. I'm underselling it. Um, Anyway, today, if you tuned in last week, we're talking about The Sound of Music, which is an absolute classic, as I'm sure you all know. Yeah, it's everyone everyone knows at least one song from it whether that be The Sound of Music, which I think is the actual name of that song, So Long, Farewell, that one, or Edelweiss, or who knows, another one. My favourite as a kid always used to be the yodelling song where they have the the marionettes, the goat marionettes. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about this. It's a 1965 film. It's a Rodgers and Hammerstein musical, which I always have trouble saying. Rodgers and Hammerstein, I think that's right. Sometimes I say Roger and Hammersteins, which is... Sounds odd. Anyway, yeah, it's it's apparently it was the last musical they ever did. One thing I want to say is that Roger and Roger and ha- Rogers and Hammerstein, uh, they have a tendency to be quite old and boring. I think stories and musicals. I think there's a lot of stigmas around that, and I think I mean I have other opinions on on that. I think it's personally just depends on how you do the show, but. Yeah, regardless, The Sound of Music tends to be... It it seems like it's stood the test of time. 
And I don't know maybe if that's because it's set in a specific historical period, but it it holds up. It still holds up. Yeah. The other one other thing I wanted to speak about as well, right, is this film is two hours and fifty five minutes long. Now I think films sort of used to be a bit longer because editing was harder and it, it was just kind of more of a thing to make a film, whereas now anyone can make a film. But yeah, I just just wanted to say that I do not remember it being two hours and fifty five minutes when I used to watch it as a kid. And I think that's a good thing. It doesn't drag. I felt it a little bit when I watched it this week, not gonna lie, but I don't remember it growing up in it being like that. So I think that's a really good thing. Yeah, I guess if you don't know the story, let's let's just briefly talk about that. I'll, I'll read you the description, okay? Rogers and Hammerstein's musical inspired the story of the convent-trained governess who won the heart of the Von Trapp family and whose courage led them across the Alps in their 1938 flight to freedom. So yeah, this film takes place kind of in the uh, the lead up to 19, into the World War II, sorry. So there's a lot of kind of war influences and you know, they're on, on the run at the end from, from Nazis. And so there, there's a lot of depth and weight to this film as well, but I'm not gonna go too much into that side of things because I'm not as qualified to talk about that as someone who's studied that period of time. So go and, you know, Find out that stuff for yourself if, if that's something you're interested in. Yeah, let's talk about the costumes. So costumes, I'm just going to be brief, to be honest, because we've pretty much all seen this film. And if you haven't, pause this right now, go and watch the film and come back. The costumes are so iconic. There's the, the curtain kind of dresses and shorts that she makes, which are so recognisable. There's the dress she wears, you know, when she's doing the, the Sound of Music number it's it's so iconic this film just visually not just costumes but everything about this film is is recognizable and you know you're probably thinking well i know all this and yeah i guess that's the point that this film has held up really well julie andrews is fantastic and so is christopher Plummer. i've heard rumors that christopher Plummer didn't actually really get on with kids and kind of hated all the kids but i don't know if that's just internet speculation or if that's true Either way, quite interesting. And the kids are fantastic as well. So there's seven kids. Some of them are still alive. I think some of them have passed away, unfortunately. Christopher Plummer passed away last year, I think, maybe this year. Anyway, we've still got Julie Andrews and I believe we've still got some of the children. And yeah, man, this this role really kind of made Julie Andrews. It's, yeah, she's fantastic. There, there is no one else that would have done this role as well. One thing I, I did want to talk about is I kind of thought maybe I'd just talk about some facts because everyone knows this musical. So while I was looking up some facts, I found out that they initially weren't gonna cast Julie Andrews. They were a little bit hesitant to do it, but Walt Disney showed uh, showed Roger and Hammerstein the, the, some of the shots from Mary Poppins they've been filming. And apparently they were instantly like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so so apparently she auditioned for one of their musicals in 1956, but instead she went on to star in My Fair Lady, which was also super iconic for her. She's just had such an iconic career, this woman, in her earlier years anyway. And then she turned down the Mary Poppins reboot to voice the Kraken in Aquaman. Not sure what that's about, but anyway, she's she's had a fantastic career, certainly earlier on in, in her career. I think she, she's one of those people Okay, a bit like Chris Pratt's a really bad comparison, but Chris Pratt had this thing of like, a few people knew who he was. I wouldn't say he was massively famous. And then all of a sudden he did like 
three or four really iconic big films, you know, like he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, then he was in Jurassic World, and then his career kind of started bouncing off of that. I wonder if he's had a kind of similar career pattern. Anyway, interesting. So one thing I did find out, though, we we were talking about Christopher Plummer maybe not liking the children, but apparently he hated the film. So I'm just going to read this fact for you, right? Plummer, who played Captain Von Trapp, hated the film so much that he called it The Sound of Mucus because it was so awful and sentimental and gooey, he said. You had to work terribly hard to try and infuse some minuscule bit of humour into it. He drank and ate his sorrows away in Salzburg, which caused him to gain so much weight his costumes had to be let out. He also admitted on the DVD commentary that he was drunk when filming the music festival. There we go. Which I just think is is really interesting. Um, one other thing I did find that was really interesting is that during the Sound of Music scene, you know, where she's running through the, the hills, she kept getting knocked over. She kept falling over because it was being it was filmed on a helicopter, I think. Like that that's how they got the shots they did. And the draft from it kept knocking her over. She couldn't she couldn't stand up properly, which I just thought was funny. Anyway. So that's kind of a mishmash of of this film. Not very coherent, but I think this it's it's difficult to talk about this film because like I said everyone knows it and what more can you kind of bring to it? But anyway, yeah, that's that's that. I would give it a 4 out of 5. Yeah, which I guess is like the whole 8 out of 10. Where do you rate it? Uh, and then it brings up a question of where do you actually rate it as a film compared to as just an iconic thing that people enjoy because Sometimes sentimentality kind of overpowers the criticism. But anyway, I'm going to give it a four out of five. I think it's uh, is a pretty good film. Holds up pretty well. Yeah, if, if you want to check out some films that are similar, Mary Poppins, if you haven't checked that out. If you haven't, why haven't you? Go do that now, which is also on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I'd also say some of the other musicals they've done, like Oklahoma and South Pacific. Yeah, they're, they're maybe not quite as good. But I love Oklahoma. I think that might be my favorite one they've done. So go check that one out for sure. Join us next week. We're going to be talking about Shrek the Musical because it's just been added to Netflix. So go and check it out. It's, I don't want to give too much away about the review, but it's fantastic. So go and watch it. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks for joining. Bye. Wonderful. Thank you, Tom. Dodo Ray me. You know, little sound of music joke, but don't worry about it. Yes. So... Please, as I was saying before, check out easyfundraising.org.uk. It could really, really help your society. And listen to the next episode as I'll be talking about something else that will be able to raise some funds for your society. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for following. Thank you for commenting. Please get in touch on our socials and we look forward to being in your ears again next time. Stay safe. Bye. Oh, ah. At podcast.